start with the Machshava that said over from the Shiva, Harshashlach. So even though the culmination of the Chet of the Miraglim is on Tishabov, the Etzim, it's uh, their Avoidah was Avoidah which started from Rosh Tammuz and ended on Tishabov. Rosh Tammuz of that year was, was Mole, so the 40 days ended on Tishabov. And the Shiva had a Ha'ara. And the Bernshah makes a Shua that those people will not immure with the Oritz. They will not be Zechah to see the Oritz. Vav um, de But since he had Ruch HaCheris, he will go into the land. So in regards to Kolev Lashen, is Lashen of going into the land. In regards to the Miraglim, Kleisel and the Miraglim, it says they won't see the land. The parallel Lashen should be they will go in and they won't go in. They will see the land, which means they will take, take the benefit of the land and, and the Kolev will see the land. So Rashiba said, Kolev saw the land already. Kolev doesn't have to see the land. He saw it already. He was in Eretz Israel. He saw the land. The Apostle says he'll go into the land. The Miraglim didn't see Eretz Israel. The Miraglim were in Eretz Israel. They didn't see Eretz Israel. They saw their version of what they wanted to see, but they didn't see Eretz Israel. So it's interesting. Um, in the, in the, and say if it's here, which it talks about each one of the months, whether the kirchas, each one of the months is connected one of the kirchas of the Adam, the month of Tammuz is connected to the kirch of Riyah. That the month the, of Riyah is the month of Tammuz. We discussed this once. Um, so, so the Rizal says that Kleiser was, was Pagim in Riyah twice. It's in Parshas, by the Chet Egel, it says, V'yaram ki boishesh moshe. V'yaram ki boishesh moshe lo'edes minahar. The re'iyah was a re'iyah which led to Chet Egel. And I'll be here by the Miraglim that they, that they came and they saw the Eretz Yisrael properly. So the Pshuta he's saying is that the Chet Egel was the first Pagam in the re'iyah. Kleiser was given a second chance, as it were, to correct that improper re'iyah by sending the Miraglim, they should see Eretz Yisrael. And they came back, and again, they used the Re'iyah improperly, and the final result was that uh, the Chet Egel was not Niskan, and therefore it, it played out in the, in the, the final result of the, the Tishabov and the, everything which played out after that. So the root of the problem was already in Bayaram Kivoshesh Moshe, and Tammuz, which is the month, which is the which was the month which the Kayach of Riyah was supposed to use properly. Kleiso didn't use it properly. So let's go back to Chet Egel a little bit and see maybe what Chet Egel was and how the Miraglim were supposed to correct it to what they didn't do right and see if it's negated to us and see if we can get to all of that in the 25 minutes allotted. So we spoke about this before. Rabbi Rucham says brings, there's, there's four mandamrim in the Medrash, exactly how long this Chet uh, Egel was being contemplated and was percolating in Klai Yisrael's Neshamas. So the Pshutai, 
the first Tana says over there that for 39 days, Klai was in total Nemonah to Kaddish Baruch Hu. And the 40th day, they were Chaytay. The 40th day, the Chet Egel, the, 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 the Sultan came and, was, and they did the Chet. Second one says 29 days they were Bemunah. And 11 days already, they were contemplating the, the Chet Egel. Thermodharma says one day they were Bemuna, at 39 days they were they were ready contemplating Chet Egel. And Remeyer says that Tachos the Chupa, Christ was standing under the Chupa, and already was contemplating the Chet Egel. So Rehuchim says, so how do you understand, like, you know, Klaisel, Nasa Benishma, how do you understand that that, that Klaisel, the moment of Matan Torah, Klaisel comes to the Gabaldi Madrega, they're ready contemplating Chet Egel. So Yerucham says that there's a challenge over here. Uh, maybe maybe the best, we'll understand the, the parallel to the challenge in the following way. Um, a person becomes a Balshuva. So he, he, he looks into the world of Torah. He looks at the way people live. He looks at the, the way the Torah impacts a person. He sees the godless of the Torah. He decides to become a Shema Torah mitzvah. So that's a beautiful thing, tremendous thing. But the reality is that there's a, there's a, there's a nakud of a challenge over here. This means he sat with his seichel, his intelligence, and he decided this is the right thing to do. So at the end of the day, it's his intelligence which is deciding right and wrong. Not the Torah, but him. He decided the Torah is a good thing. So he decides what's right and what's wrong. So what's on the pedestal over here is him and his seichel. The, the true Kabbalah is when he gets to something which makes zero sense to him, and every fiber of his mind and his, and his being says, this is ridiculous, and it doesn't make any sense, and it's wrong, and does it anyway. Then he's Makabal the Torah. So Klaisel came to a madrega of Nasab and Ishma, but Klaisel came to the madrega to thinking through in their minds that this is the right thing to do. So Dr. Biruchim, at the end of the day, they put themselves in the driver's seat. And that's what our mayor is saying. So they get to decide right and wrong. So even while they're saying Nasev and Ishma, which means we're doing even before we understand, it's because we came to the recognition that it makes sense to do before we understand. Chet Egel is Vayaram so the Sultan comes and creates this picture in front of them, which it was seemingly a very bona fide picture. They mamish see it. The merchant says, okay, fine. Now, what do you do when you mamish see something? You see it in front of your eyes. It's no questions about it. It's definitely true. So the, the, the Mahalach that Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to lead us this is what we were told was supposed to have etc can't be anymore because he's dead we see his body so we have no doubts about it it's clear totally in our minds what it's supposed to be so now we have to decide so it means you get to decide you get to see you get to figure out you get to decide what's, what the reality is and you get to decide what to do this is the challenge that Klaisel is given by Chetah Hegel what do you do when you see in front of your eyes a reality which you, you are clear as reality, but the person said no. So what do you do? And Klaiso did not rise to the challenge, and they were wherever the Sendon the Senechat is, 
and they made a decision based on what they saw and what they thought and what they knew and what was right to them and that was the decision that's Chetaiko Christ was given a second chance by the Miraglin they go into the lands and they see this land and it's Rashid of the Galands it's, it's you know it's uh, Paris or there's woman there in the more and the more says they brought back this brought back this eshkol of grapes. So the woman, the woman, one sheet to the more says so. You know the more is discussing something else. The more discussing where do they have wine for the nesachim. So one of them says that the tagorim used to come out to the klaisel in the midbar and sell them grapes. So they made wine and they used that wine for the nesachim. One of them says no. The eshkol that of anovim that they brought back during. Uh, the, the, from the Meraglim lasted for 40 years and they made the wine for the Nesachim for 40 years out of this Eshkel of Anovim. So you get a picture of how big this Eshkel of Anovim was. Rashi brings the Keshman of how, how much weight it was. But, but do the math. You know, how much the Nesachim, you know, the, 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 the Hin, you know, the Revias Hin, the Shisha Hin, the Chatsi Hin, all of the Kabonis, everything that you had had have Nesachim, all of all of it is covered by one eshkel of anavim in the beginning of the beginning in the, by the, by the Miraglim, and that lasts for all the forty years in the midbar. Okay, then it says that we we, we it's eretz achel So Rashi says, what's eretz achel They saw everywhere they're going. People were people were being buried. So they saw clearly people dying. It's like mamish. They tell people dying all over the place. There's no Shiloh. This is the Eretz Yechel Yisrael. You see it in front of your eyes. Now she says, what happened? The Barsham made it, was, was being mechavan l'tayvosam. They should, that the Meragam should be safe from the, the people in Eretz Yisrael, in the Canaanim. They should be tarred by Evlam. They shouldn't chepper with the Meragam. And it's, so therefore the Barsham made that there should be so many people dying right now. So, what they saw was not the rea- what they saw with their eyes was people dying, and it's very clear. It must be that the, there's a, this is a land which causes people to die. The reality is that that that's, was totally wrong. Medr says that the, when you say Megillus Echa, the order in Echa, the 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 ayin and the pay are out of order. The pay comes before the ayin. So why? Because they were mocked in Pelayin. Which means that they already had their attitude of what they're supposed to see. What they're going to say. In other words, the Peh, that's what they're going to say. And therefore they saw what they wanted to see. They were mocked in the Pelayin. It wasn't that they didn't have an Ayin. It wasn't they didn't see. It wasn't they said about the land something which was not true. Didn't exist at all. Because then it's just, there's no ayin, there's just peh. The, the, we, the Megillah should say, that, you know, the Eichah should say that we had a problem, that they kept saying things which Bechal didn't exist, so there was a peh with no ayin, there was no re'iyah. It doesn't say that. It says they saw. But they saw what they wanted to see. Whatever flaw they had going in over there, which Kaisal obviously, after the Chet one time, they're going to be challenged tremendously, it was so obvious to them that this is the reality. But if the Bershom's Dibur and the Bershom's promise is, is, is so clear to you 
that this is the land which is the Eretz this is the beautiful perfect land if you had truly absorbed that that the Devar Hashem is the reality of the Bria the same way the Devar Hashem is the reality of the Bria you can't do whatever you want ah you see who cares what you see but the Barashem says the Barashem said that this is the right land ah you see you would have seen a different you would have seen the sight of the Barashem being nice to you because you went in thinking you're the Balabas to see. You're the one who gets to the side to give the report. You're the one who's going to have the pet. So what you saw was Eretz uh, You saw this land, which is Mishunah, that, that it's strange. All you saw was the physical reality, and you didn't, didn't realize that it's supposed to be understood and interpreted. Mitzah the Devar Hashem. Of what the rea- of what reality really is. The it's a f- famous word from the Chaim Belozhin. Chaim Belozhin says that the uh, Chazal say that by Matan Torah they were they were Roya Misanishma, Rishema Misanira. They saw that which is heard, and they heard that which is seen. So it means that the psukim say that the Klaiso was able to to roy mitzakolus. They saw the kol. You don't see a kol. You hear a kol. They saw the kol. So the Chaim Belozhner says, "I was saying it's pshat. Or he's saying it's you know the the the, the, the In our world, the physical world is reality." And Ruchnius is something which we talk about, we hear about, we, we contemplate, etc. But the physical reality is physical reality. Matan Torah was the moment that Klaiso reached the Madrego understanding that a Kadashporchus Dibur is the reality. And that which we normally only hear about, we only speak about, we only contemplate, they saw that as reality. Royim Esanishma, that which is normally just heard, they saw. Gashmius physical reality, which to us is near at, that they heard about. There's such, a, there's such a thing in the world that people like define themselves based on physical reality. They're, they were shoymim esenira, that which for us is near, which is obvious and real, and it's, ob- it's, it's physical, it's seen. They heard about that. They, yeah, there's such, there's such a bria in the world as people which define themselves by physical reality. So the goal of Matantara was to redefine reality. To realign our understanding of reality. Reality is a Kodesh Baruch Hu's Deber is reality. And the physical world does not, does not define us. At that point in time, there's no, there's no Shlita of Misa. Kleisel belongs in Eretz Israel. We, the, the Mashiach would, would come. All of these things would be because the Bershom's Deber is the reality. Kleisel doesn't do that, and they look at the re'iyah of the physical reality as reality. And they're given one choice, they're given one opportunity, they give a second opportunity, and they fall. Maybe Derek Drush Last words of the Torah. So the Pasuk talks about Moshe Rabbeinu. We'll come up, Nabi Oyed, be Yisrael, Kamosha. 
שידור השם פנים בפנים. לכל האיסורים, אתם עושים את שלוחי השם לעשות את יצריים. לכל אומר, גדול שעושה משה לעיני כל ישראל. תקרא ראשי, שנשוא ליבר לישבר הלוכס לעיניהם. השם רבה שברם לעיניכם, לעיניהם, לעיניכם. דעת הקדוש ברוך הוא, לדעת השם ראשי שיברת, ישר כך ששיברת. So the last thing we say, the Shabbat we say about Moshe Rabbeinu is Moshe Rabbeinu did something Leinei Kol Yisrael. He broke the Luchos Davke Leineichem. He broke the Luchos in front of the Leinei Kol Yisrael. See here Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from the heart with the Luchos. The Luchos is the, the Gemar of Matan Torah. It's the moment where Klai Yisrael is going to be given the keli, which puts into a reality that which they had as Debra beforehand. That the definition of reality is not what we see, but what a Baruch Hu says, that's reality, and that's what you're supposed to see. And Klai Yisrael doesn't deserve that. So Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the, the Luchas in front Yisrael. All he did was give, in, give a physical manifestation of the broken eyesight that Yisrael had at that moment. So Moshe Rabbeinu has the clarity to to take the Luchas which is Mamish, the, the physical manifestation of the Dvar Hashem. So now you can not only hear the Hashem, but you can see the Hashem. It's Mamaja there in the Luchais. He says, Klai says, no Shaykh has said this. So, Badafka Leinei Kol Yisrael, Badafka Rashadu Leineichem, Bashabin broke it Leineichem. This is, you don't see correctly. You don't define reality in any intelligent way. You're defining reality by the physical reality. Reality is the Luchais. That's reality. And for you, it's broken. The Ram says that the uh, Shpur quotes it that the Iker of Yom Tainus is not the fasting, and the Iker of Yom Tainus is the is the person should be misbeinen and is meisim. The Ram says that he shouldn't look at the world like everything which is happening is happening by mikra. It shouldn't be perceived that just it happens. That the purpose of a Tainus is that a person should stop and see the world correctly. It shouldn't be what I see. That's all that, that, that. It's there, yeah. Why did it happen? Because it happens. The purpose of a Yom Tainus is to realign our vision and understand that whatever happens is because the Kodesh Baruch was willing it to happen. It's not the Mikra. It's not just Chas uh, Shalom, the Russian not running the world, but the Russian is running the world. And what we see is just a physical manifestation of a Kodesh Baruch So, the people were saying, if that's true in every Yom Tainus, but Kalvachimer and Shiva Sabatamas, which the whole Yusoid of the Tainus was that this challenge that Klaishel is given to, to see the world correctly. Is it a world that you see Mikra? 
you see what you see, and that's physical reality, and then you, could th- you get to define it based on your understanding of, of, of physical reality, or what you see is Devar Hashem. And from understanding Devar Hashem, you then see the physical reality as under, the, under those terms. Yeshiva used to always say over, he said it over, the first, I think the first time I recall him saying it, when the stifler was nifter, he said it subsequently. He said over, Medr says that the, that the, the Bershom created the ore, this ore was an ore which you can see, Mesefer Elamat Seifoy, and he saw the Russian saw that it wasn't that the world wasn't right to be able to use such an ore, and he was going to sit in the Torah. So he said that you know the stipler had the tremendous ability to to, to see what called the ruchah kaddish. It wasn't ruchah kaddish. It was simple. The person learns Torah lishma. He has the ore. So he sees reality. He sees the reality the way the reality is supposed to be seen. So he said over that by the when the some surfer used to learn. He used to sit in his room. There was one window in the room, up high in the in the in the, in the wall, and that was the only window out of his room out to, to outside. Of, so he didn't really see. He couldn't see out. He wasn't distracted. He was sitting and learning Torah. And somebody came to discuss something with some cipher, and some cipher's clarity of understanding was such that the person exclaimed, "This is from." From this little fence that her fence there is a window, this little window which you can't even see out of, he sees the Gantzavelt. Some surfer sees the Gantzavelt from this little window. And he had the Aura of Torah inside of him, so he saw the world properly. Our Kaili, which allows us to see the world properly, is Bersham gave us the Torah. That was the purpose of Torah, was to see the world the way the Bersham wants us to see it. We're going to not solve. We're not going to solve the Chet uh, Egel overnight, and we're not going to say we're going to fix the problem where the where the Dor the, the Dor Day of the Dor Midra was was uh, wasn't able to do it. But there are moments in each. We have to stop in Mitz Brennan. We have to absorb the clarity of the the, the Hashkafa Satara of right and wrong, and then approach. Re- the world from that vantage point. And it's a constant challenge. For a person's base matters, it's one level of a challenge. A person who leaves the base matters, it's a, it's a greater level of a challenge because there's an alternative reality which is constantly being suggested and said out there. I remember way years back, talking to Barker, who was going to college, see someone like, what do I have to be? Concerned about, he says. I don't have to tell you about the the, the obvious points. You don't need, you don't need me to tell you about the obvious points. That there's that there's things which are mahashkafas which are treif. There are courses. You know that as well as I do. That there's yanim of taiva, etc. And those challenges. You know that without me also. So the biggest challenge is is that every person who speaks, any intelligent person who speaks, has his vantage point how he sees the world. And whatever he's seeing, he's seeing from that vantage point. So when you go into the economics class, this professor sees everything from the vantage point of money. 
Life is about money. And whatever he sees, he sees from the vantage point. Money, 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 money. You, speak, you go to a history class, and this person sees history. And he contemplates the world from the vantage point of history. And from the other one, that's, that's how he sees things. And he gives a value to it. History doesn't have a value on its own. History has a value from the vantage point of Torah to tell me what lessons I can take out of history. Money has the vantage point of Torah, the function that money has to be able to allow us to, to be, be erlich, do mitzvahs, responsibilities, averis, mitzvahs, lois assays. But that it has a value on its own. This is, they're, subtly, subtly, they're, sell, they're, they're, they're selling a value system. They see the world from their vantage points. Everybody sees it. Right. Saying in Yiddish, the, 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 the bottom line is, is, is everybody sees the world the way they want to see the world. They, the, the, the Rashiva's words, they saw what they, what, what they decided to see. The challenge of, the, of discussing with somebody, debating somebody, is to get him to be able to see it with a clarity, not from his vantage point, is very difficult. And that's our challenge. Our challenge is Limon Atara, CSM Mitzvah, is to find that that's reality. That's, that's what's real. You define it by how careful with it. You define it by the fact that well, somebody had an one time, you know, the stipend was so mocked on the different Dikdukim, etc. Like, how do you have time for it? He was a busy man. The answer is that's what, that's what he's busy with. That was what life was about. Life was about her mitzvahs. So, of course, you have time for mitzvahs. Mitzvahs take time. And if I, and, you know, if I made my tzitzes and they didn't come out this way, I need them. So do them again. My tefillin aren't perfect. So we'll get we'll get more of the and we'll spend days and weeks figuring out what's the heater. That's what it's about. That's reality. After under twenty years, that's what you take with you. That's when you, from the vantage point of Shemayim, that's all there is. And the, 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 the challenge is that the world seems to be real, and, and we see reality. They saw, and they made decisions based on that. They saw Eretz Rechelosh Yisrael. They remarked them the pets of the Ayin, and our challenge is to remark them. And much make, that first we have to be makabal the, the Bershom's Torah, the Luchais, the way they're supposed to be. That's reality. And then from that vantage point, to see real, the reality as, as it is truly, truly so. Last point, Shiva said, uh, we used to always say, Mazesha Torah, Ein Torah. The only thing which you can point to in this world and say, Zeus, here it is, this is it, it's real, is the Torah. That's our challenge. Our challenge is to define reality, the macabre Torah, define reality as the clarity of Torah as much as we can. And we have a challenge. Say, what does the Bershom want? What does the Torah want? What's expected of me? Not, oh, hey, what do I do? Look at the situation. But the Bershom, is he, it's the Bershom of them. What is he saying and what does he want? And that's how we define what we're supposed to do.